The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back. This is another edition of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. This is your host, Anthony Marino. Happy to be here with you talking everything Buffalo Bills. As we really hit that quiet time of the offseason, the Bills having wrapped up mandatory minicamp, having wrapped up their OTAs, and now we're in that quiet period just waiting for the start of training camp towards the end of July. So as we go through this over the next couple of weeks, might not be the most hard-hitting topics for you, but we'll talk about a number of things that we feel are important to Buffalo Bills fans and happy to be coming at you, courtesy of your friends at buffalorumblings.com. Real quick announcement, you probably have seen the news. We have added some new shows to our Buffalo Rumblings podcast channel. Be sure to check them out. Uh, Believe, hosted by John Boccasino, is making the move over to the Buffalo Rumblings channel, which will be great. Many of you have listened to that show over the past year. John does a great job, and uh, I suggest that you tune into that. Also, the Nick and Nolan Show, uh, a brand-new show. It used to be known as the Bills Backers Podcast. They have now joined Buffalo Rumblings. Those two guys do a fantastic job and encourage you to check them out each and every week. And, of course, you can still get great shows like Blitz Bills, uh, Circling the Wagons podcast, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A, and, of course, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, which you're listening to right now. So today's topic, and I think it goes back to, to some of what we talked about around the NFL draft, where there was much speculation that the Bills might do something to address the defensive end position. Uh, as you all remember, the Bills did not draft a defensive end in the 2019 NFL draft. Uh, they did pay some attention to the defensive line uh, in drafting uh, Ed Oliver at number 9 Overall, they did draft a defensive end out of North Carolina A&T, Johnson, who, you know, in the seventh round, don't look at that as making a major investment to to improve the defensive end position. I'm talking about something used in one of those earlier round picks and the Bills really not doing too much as it came with the draft, despite some of the speculation that that might be a target for the Bills, uh, potentially in round one, two or three. Uh, for them as we take a look at it. Now it comes to that piece and you start to ask yourself, is there a move that the Buffalo Bills could make during this uh, time before training camp, really before the start of the 2019 season, uh, to add a defensive end to the roster that could be an impact player? And the most popular name that comes up in conversation right now is Jadavion Clowney, the former number one overall pick 
who currently plays for the Houston Texans. Uh, Clowney played out his rookie deal, did not reach an agreement on an extension with the Texans. They did put the franchise tag on him, and Clowney has not signed that franchise tag at this time, has not been in the facility for any offseason workouts, minicamp, OTAs, any of those pieces. And there's speculation that he will sit out training camp, will sit out regular season games, uh, and is is obviously not happy with his current situation with the Houston Texans. As you take a look at this, right, it sounds awfully familiar to, to what we discussed a year ago um, on various articles, podcasts around Khalil Mack, the defensive end slash outside linebacker in his time with the Oakland Raiders um, before really Mack was traded to the Chicago Bears last season. And as you take a look at this, we're going to use a couple of examples to talk about this. Um, From my perspective, I think it's something that the Buffalo Bills should pursue and looking at a potential trade for Jadavion Clowney. I don't want to make this just sound like fantasy football, like, oh, just make this trade or that trade. You can get this guy here or there. There's a lot that would have to go into it. Clowney would have to look to uh, basically agree to the trade with a contract extension with the Buffalo Bills beyond the 2019 season, sign a new deal uh, upon the trade. So as we go through this, I'm going to take a look at two of the more recent trades that took place, Khalil Mack uh, going from the Raiders to the Bears being one of them, and the trade for Frank Clark from the Seahawks to the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and actually, why don't we get started with Clark? Uh, y'all recall this back, uh, back earlier this year, Frank Clark, 26 years old, Seattle Seahawk defensive and uh, traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. And you take a look at that trade, right? Clark was traded for a 2019 first round pick, a 2020 second round pick, and then the two teams swapped their 2019 third round selections. So in essence, Kansas City got Frank Clark in a third round pick while the Seahawks got a 2019 first, a 2019 third, and a 2020 second round pick. Uh, you may recall the Seahawks use that first-round pick to uh, to draft a replacement for Clark and L.J. Collier, the defensive end from TCU. Uh, you look at Clark, and, you know, statistically, and I realize with defensive ends, right, you can't just use the sack statistic, but I think it's something that as we talk about this, you're looking to pair someone on the opposite side of Jerry Hughes on that Buffalo Bills defensive line and, and you know, have someone that can, can get the quarterback, can get sacks. Clark had 13 in 2018. 9 in 2017, and 10 during the 2016 season. So relatively consistent, averaging just over 10 sacks a season over the past three years. Once Clark was traded uh, to Kansas City, he immediately signed a five-year contract worth $104 million and $43 million guaranteed. Obviously, it will be interesting to see what kind of impact he has on Kansas City. Uh, they are losing Justin Houston after this past season. What kind of uh, spark he can add to that defense uh, and filling a, a much-needed hole for them, and obviously what kind of impact that will also have on the Seahawks, right, trading him away and drafting his replacement in Collier. So again, Frank Clark, 26 years old, signing the five-year $104 million contract with $43 million guaranteed. Uh, A piece that was much closer to Buffalo Bills fans was the trade of Khalil Mack from the Raiders to the Bears. There was minor speculation that uh, that Mack may be a target for the Bills during those trade discussions last year. Nothing really picked up too much speed, and I think it was more uh, some speculation and hope than anything else. But eventually, Khalil Mack, uh, 28 years old at this time, was traded to the Bears. And, and here's kind of the breakdown here, because I think some of the uh, the trade compensation got lost a little bit 
in the headlines. Uh, the Raiders received the 2019 first-round pick from the Bears, a 2020 first-round pick, a 2020 third-round pick, and a 2019 sixth-round selection. Uh, the part where I say that much of that is lost, the Chicago Bears received more than just Khalil Mack in this trade for those four selections. They also received a 2020 second-round pick from the Raiders and a conditional 2020 fifth-round selection. So, you know, I don't put too much stock in the uh, sixth and fifth-round picks, but when you do look at this, the Bears receiving Mack and a 2020 second-round pick, I mean, who knows how good the Raiders could be during the 2019 season, but you can anticipate that 2020 second-round selection might be in the first half of the second round. So, you know, with that said, uh, after he was traded, Mack immediately signing a six-year, $141 million contract, $90 million in guarantees. The interesting piece here right now, Khalil Mack, 28 years old, two years older than Frank Clark, two years older than Jadavion Clowney, which does bring us to Clowney, right, as the, the prospect on the market right now. Nine sacks in 2018, nine and a half in 2017. His sack totals not as gaudy as that of Mack or of Frank Clark, but here we've got Clowney franchise tag player has not signed that franchise tag has not signed any sort of an extension right now would be on the books for around 17 million dollars for the Texans during the 2019 season and it seems as if he has no intentions whatsoever of playing in Houston this year that brings us to the Buffalo Bills and their need at defensive end Uh, we've talked on the podcast before about Trent Murphy We've talked about Shaq Lawson, uh, extensive conversations actually about Trent Murphy during uh, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A with Matt Warren, also on the Nick and Nolan show this past week, so I encourage you to check both of those out. But as you look at this, right, it's going to be a bit of a training camp battle. Will Murphy be the starter? Will Lawson be the starter? Murphy struggling to stay healthy during his career despite a good season in 2016. Lawson battling injuries early in his career playing well, setting the edge, doing well against the run, providing some stack statistics, blocking down, block, knocking down some passes, uh, notably during the 2018 year. But both of these guys, a bit of a question mark, right, where you could see a rotation between the two, maybe one of them winning the starting spot during training camp, but nobody that is truly entrenched as a starting defensive end, and surely no one at the same level of a Jerry Hughes, albeit a Jadavion Clowney. The interesting thing about Clowney is, again, over these past few years, his sack statistics started to improve uh, just over nine sacks average over the past two seasons with him being at 26 years old. Again, overcoming some injuries early on in his career, but many anticipate there's still plenty of potential for Clowney. Now, as you talk about this, right, it's one thing to explore a trade. It's another thing to actually pull the trigger on it. But for the Bills, you can look at this and say, okay, we've, we've signed Jerry Hughes to a contract extension, which keeps him in Buffalo through 2021. You've got Star Latulale, who signed as a free agent in 2018. You've got Ed Oliver on his rookie deal. And now you really have the opportunity to shore up that other defensive end position. Um, many fans have already talked about the 2020 NFL draft, that first-round pick that the Bills should either look to target a wide receiver or a defensive end. And as I go through with all of these pieces, it's like, okay, where, one, might the Bills be selecting in the 2020 NFL draft? I know we're always optimistic here, but with the changes the Bills have made, I would expect them to finish with a record of 8-8 eight and eight or better. And with that said, they're probably going to be picking in the second half of the first round of that 2020 NFL draft. 
So as you look at these two comparable trades, right, that of Khalil Mack and that of Frank Clark, I am going to guess a, a trade for Jadavian Clowney would be more in line with the Frank Clark trade than the Khalil Mack trade. And I say that Mack has been more consistent as a disruptor, more consistent sacking the quarterback, uh, 12 and a half sacks in 2018 and just 14 games with the Bears, 10 and a half in 2017, 11 in 2016, 15 in 2015, really playing at an all-pro type of level where I see Clowney's production truly more in line with that of Frank Clark, although Clowney might get a little bit of an edge just because he was the number one overall selection in the NFL draft. And I think sometimes when you talk about perception or trade demands or potential, that that's something that probably works in his favor, maybe a little bit more than it should. So, you know, the question for Buffalo Bills fans, and I will be curious to get your take. I encourage you to share this in the comments section. Hit me up on Twitter at AnthMarino at any time. Uh, but with that, if we are going to say, okay, for the Bills to, to acquire Jadavion Clowney, and let's say they are going to sign him for a contract somewhere in the neighborhood of five years, $115 million, probably in the neighborhood of 50 to $60 million in guarantees. Uh, and what's the cost going to be? So if we mirror this between the Seahawks and Kansas City trade, right, let's say the Bills would, uh, would acquire Clowney, they would maybe swap, let's just say for the sake of the conversation, 2020 third round picks. Then the Texans would receive the Bills' 2020 first-round pick, again, which I would speculate right now, right? Could it be between 16 and 20, right? That's a little bit optimistic, but let's just say it falls somewhere in that ballpark. A 2021 second-round pick, and again, then the team swapping the third-round selection. So in essence, the Bills would get clowny. They would give their 2020 first and a 2021 second-round pick. And as I look at this, right, and you're looking at the acquisition of what I would call a sure thing in Jadavion Clowney, and I know that can be an overused term, nothing is a sure thing, anything can change tomorrow, whatever it may be, but you know, no character red flags, none of those certain pieces, which we've seen with some other players that have been traded in the past, for the Bills to acquire a bona fide defensive end to put opposite of Jerry Hughes on that defensive line right next to Ed Oliver, those two guys lining up could just be a terror, right, for opposing offensive lines, opposing quarterbacks, and help the Bills solidify their defense as potentially the best in all of the NFL. As you go through with it, you understand it's a steep price, but the Bills have room under the salary cap. They have over $20 million in salary cap space available for the 2019 season. So you know that can make that happen. You know they have more contracts coming off the books uh, heading to the 2020 offseason. So you know the extension is something in place. You have Josh Allen, who is hopefully your franchise quarterback, on a rookie deal. So it's not like you've got the $30 million QB contract on your roster at this time. And the Bills also have salaries that they can shed. You know, you look at it and it might just be $2 million here, $2 million there. But no one truly expects Vlad Dukas to stick with the Bills roster in 2019. Uh, Patrick DeMarco, for all the good things he does on special teams, would be a savings of around $2 million. Same with the Russell Bodine. So, I mean, again, you can look at $6 million there that could come off your books. And if the Bills really felt that they needed to clear additional cap space, of course, there's always the LaShawn McCoy conversation and saving around $6 million there and other places that the Bills can cut uh, salary to sign someone like a Jadavion Clowney. But again, with over $20 million in cap space already uh, left on the 2019 season, all the rookies signed at this time, 
I think signing someone of that caliber to an average of, say, $22 million per year would not be an issue for them to sign that long-term contract. The other possibility with this, and I don't say this, I know I used the term before, not to make it just sound like fantasy football, the Bills could also send a player in return. And and I realize the name Shaq Lawson comes up a lot in trade conversations. Many thought the Bills would trade him for a draft pick before the 2018 season, even potentially before the 2019 draft. Um, with that said, I'm still a fan of Shaq Lawson. I still think he's shown some good potential. He can do some good things as a rotational defensive end. Uh, but potentially you could say, all right, if the Texans are going to lose Clowney, to add someone like Lawson to the roster, only a $3 million contract left on his rookie deal this season, uh, that would give them someone that, again, could factor into a comp pick scenario for them if that's one of the, the negatives for them of losing Jadavion Clowney. In addition to that, he could fill the hole at defensive end for them. And if he does play well during the 2019 season, they can explore other options of keeping him on their roster and re-signing him to a longer-term deal. Uh, again, I try not to speculate too much around you know adding players to trades because I think sometimes when you do that, it's like, well, we're just going to throw in this random piece here and let's see if it works out. But again, as I said this before, I think a clowny trade, it's going to command something closer to what we saw with Frank Clark than what we did with Khalil Mack. Uh, again, I'd love to get your opinion as you take a look at this. For me, a first and a future second round pick is not too much for the Bills to uh, to trade, to sign Jadavion Clowney, to acquire him, and, and again, assuming that he would be willing to sign a contract extension to stay in Buffalo. You look at what that defensive line could be. You look at how competitive that could make the Bills as they push for a playoff spot during 2019. I think that is the last piece that you would truly need to add to this defense, and at this time would be a great piece for the Bills. As I said before, all the speculation, everything that you look at, I don't see Clowney re-signing in in Houston. I don't see him signing the franchise tag and, again, talking about sitting out uh, this season, sitting out training camp. It is a situation similar to that of Khalil Mack. Obviously, the Raiders were able to make the trade with the Bears for last year for uh, an incredibly high performer. And with that, I would love to see the Bills take that same kind of swing at a Jadavion Clowney. None of us really know what happened with all the speculation back in March around the Antonio Brown trade, um, but it must be clear that the the Bills were truly interested in swinging for a big-time name and someone that they would have to sign to a new contract extension. So with that being said, the Bills, you know, they addressed the wide receiver position during free agency, not so much at defensive end in free agency or the draft. So as we do take a look at this again, I would love to see them do something for Clowney. I think it would be great for the Bills. It would be great for that defense. And again, right, all of our, our fun with mock drafts heading into 2020, you know, that that wouldn't make it as exciting. Um, but I will pass on reading countless mock drafts over and over again to have Jadavion Clowney locked up opposite of Jerry Hughes as bookends on the Buffalo Bills defensive line and having him suit up in 2019 rather than having to hope that we can draft someone that could produce at a similar type level after that, uh, potentially in the second half of the 2020 NFL draft. So as I said, I would love to get your feedback on this. Make sure you leave uh, a comment in the article here on buffalorumblings.com. I'd love to get your feedback on Twitter. You can find me at Anth Marino. And I appreciate everybody tuning in 
each and every week. As I said before, we're expanding our lineup of podcasts here at Buffalo Rumbling, so we appreciate you checking out all of our shows on a weekly basis. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, too. You can get all of those wherever you find your podcasts, whether it's at Stitcher, Podbay, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Uh, And, of course, you can find us right here at buffalorumblings.com. As always, thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Marino. I'll be back with you next week for more Breaking Buffalo Rumblings right here at buffalorumblings.com. Take care.